do it. I'm waiting to see where it says you're uh, online, we're offline, we're in line. There's no lines involved in this quarantine. All yeah. kinds of things. What am I going to stand in line? We are in live. We are right in now. live. We're I in see live. it. Brian Noonan and Cody Goff are live. That's us. Hi, welcome. Glad you are here. Yes, this is another episode of the Quarantine Cast with Brian and Cody. He, of course, is the Cody in that title. I am the Brian in that title. Uh, and we are very happy that you are here with us another Wednesday night. Uh, as we now are, it is uh, it is uh, August 12th. We are only a few weeks away from Cody becoming a father, so it is very exciting that we get uh, we get things together. This is terrific. Uh, and there we are. Welcome to Cindy. Cindy has been waiting patiently. Hello, Cindy. Marge and Chris Barr. Oh, the old Monday Night Club. My uh, Only a few people will get that, and it's uh, Marge Tackett and Chris Barr, the Monday Night Club, uh, because a group of us, comedians and people who work at comedy clubs, our night off was our nights off were Sunday and Monday, and usually sometimes Monday and Tuesday. And a group of us would always meet at our house on uh, Monday nights. First of all, I got to say hello, Cody. Uh, I'm going to let people in on a little piece of uh, behind the scenes, if we can, or BTS, as the kids like to say. Uh, pr just prior to us going on the air, you had to run to the bathroom and put product in your hair. Mm -hmm. So your hair looks fantastic. It looks, uh, it's uh, magnificent. It's standing up tall. I've mm -hmm. tried once again to Polly Walnut's mine and brush it back uh, to keep it down. But mm -hmm. besides you looking great, let's address the fact that your office, uh, we see some changes in your studio. The, uh, the promised door that was promised for a month looks like it's in. Yeah, actually, on the uh, live feed, you won't be able to see this until I move my webcam over to oh. this monitor. Dude, how cool does that look? At which point, what have we here? That's an eight-foot sliding glass door and a deck. Right out of your office, looking out over your magnificent backyard. Yeah, dude. That's crazy cool. Yeah. I Is am, that a little uh, table and chairs a bistro set out there that I, I see? I, we, yeah, we put a little uh, little, little temporary uh, nice. little temporary setup out there. It's not permanent, but it's uh, it's nice, dude. That's fat. Congratulations. Thank the place you. Just, get, just keeps uh, getting better and better. I know, yeah. I was almost did today's quarantine cast from our, our guest bedroom because, like, obviously this – right. first of all, my audio probably sounds terrible because I'm in a – Echoey room with no little carpet. Tinny, little tinny, little, little, but then no, no big deal. Yeah, a little tinny. So sorry about that uh, in advance. But uh, listen, I'm just I, I'm on my professional microphone as we as always. So that's uh, that's why I probably sound better. See, I have a professional <laughs> microphone. It just happens to be uh, in the closet. It's up in the closet. Like I, yeah. so many oh. jokes I could make right now, and I won't. So many, so many. But yeah, um, that's terrific. So uh, when did they did they come? Now last week they were sub, you had told us on the quarantine cast that they were they were supposed to come the following day. Did they come last Thursday? I don't know. Okay. I think they started. I'm, I'm trying to pull up our feed on my phone so I can see comments. It's being very. It looks. Very I mean, they put new railings and everything out there and new decking. It looks great, and the header above the sliding glass door. Everything looks. It. It looks like it's been there forever. It doesn't look like they just put it in. No, it's awesome. No, the, the header is the header's phenomenal. It's like super smooth. Um, the I think they did come Thursday. Uh, they thought they'd be done by end of day, like Friday or maybe Saturday, but they actually finished today. Oh, wow. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, they left their stuff Saturday. They were like, we got to get some more material. We'll be back Monday. And then Monday, it turns out there was a freakish. Yes. Did you? I heard a lot of people in your suburbs lost power. Did you lose power? I was fine. How about you? We didn't lose. Uh, we had a couple where it dimmed a little. Uh, we did go down in the basement because uh, the sirens started going off. But uh, thankfully, that's where my beer fridge is, so everything was fine. Uh, Lawson, one of the dogs, decided he was going to stay down there with us. Gidget uh, came down, started whining, and went up. And I thought, and I know this sounds horrible. I thought, she's going to be fine no matter what happens to the house. So she went up and laid on the couch in the living room. Uh, but yeah, we, sur we survived fine. It was crazy because at the end of the block, there were huge trees knocked out. Our street... Mm -hmm was fine but it seemed like it, every other block in the neighborhood as i've been walking the dogs the last couple days every other block is a nightmare where there's just huge limbs and everything down and a friend of mine had a uh, tree limb land on her car and crush it so it's it was nuts yeah there's a lot we, we were pretty unscathed we had a lot of uh, a lot of branches fell i was gonna say you have a lot of big trees too you could have been you would have been in trouble our street, uh, we walked probably five, six blocks in the north, and on our whole street, there was probably, there's really only one tree, and it got wrecked. Ugh. It's just one of those old growth trees with a big limb going off, and it was just like, like hollow, like laying on their lawn, like dunzo. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, we, uh, we were pretty good. We were pretty good. No, no damage to the house, but man, it sounded like the hail was hitting the windows so hard. It sounded like people were literally outside throwing rocks at our house. Oh, nice! I mean, so it was we didn't get we didn't get too much hail. Okay. Uh, we were mostly wind and rain, but uh, yeah, we missed out on the hail. We were mostly wind and rain, but it's just that the the hail that there there wasn't a lot of hail, but the hail that there was, I mean, you could it was like like Ugh. super loud. It was crazy for a minute. I was like, and it was actually that morning. I think they had. Or like the a couple of days before they had finished it, putting in this door, and I was like, I got an eight foot glass door upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, if this gets busted, I'm gonna lose my mind. But uh, it's perfectly fine. So uh, what are you uh, now? You got to get some uh, some window treatments because you don't want your neighbors across the yard looking at you as you prance around in your office podcasting naked, which is your which is your plan. And it is my plan. It is my plan. Yeah, um, we've got uh, that's a long term plan. I mean, yes, no one's sleeping in here, so the privacy isn't that important. And we've we've got uh, we've got blinds in the corner windows, so okay. if you go out here, it faces directly out into our backyard. Um, and I guess a neighbor or two can probably see in here, but for the most part, we're we're pretty good. And like I said, it's an office. The only thing here is my desk. So no, like, it looks great. The only the only thing. Because, uh, and this is from a long-time homeowner, the way your window faces, it's going to get hot, hot, hot in the morning. Because the sun, that, that window faces east, doesn't it? Not with these trees, though. Mm, okay. I mean, it'll... It no, it looks... Dude, that looks fantastic. So did they put new decking and everything out there? Oh, it's brand new. All For brand the floor? New. They did uh, composite decking, so it's going to last 30 years or something, you know, so it's... Have you jumped on it? Have they, did they tell you what uh, what it would hold? Uh, they didn't tell me the weight capacity, actually. You're going to be like a Wrigleyville back, uh, back porch at some point. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. going to be out on your deck. Woo, look at us. We're crazy. And then a tragedy will befall you. Well, like, honestly, we've been talking about it. Like, to me, it's more of like an extension of my office slash yes. my own personal belt. Like, I'll go, I'll take meetings out there. 
if I've got a meeting, I'll just pick up my laptop, walk five feet, be outside. I chill. just love how you said that. I'll take meetings out there. Oh, I'll take meetings. On the veranda, sure. You got to take a meeting on the veranda. I'm going to call the deck the veranda. I like that. Oh, it's it's definitely a veranda. But yeah, I'm going to take my meetings on the veranda. and uh, Or the know. lanai, if you want to feel tropical. Call it Ooh, a lanai. I do want to feel tropical. Okay. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get up. I'll drink my coffee out there. Oh, and, dude. Uh, I love the look of the railing, the whole thing. And in a couple of months when the leaves start to fall, plus you can sit out there with the baby to give uh, the lovely Dr. Mrs. Casey a, a little break. You guys mm -hmm. can sit out there and uh, have your morning uh, bottle and coffee. And by bottle, I mean you'll have some bourbon and your coffee, and then you'll feed the baby as well. Sure. It looks fantastic. Congratulations. That looks really good. Thanks. It yeah. It's really cool. neat. It's pretty much the last big home improvement project. We got a stormboard door coming tomorrow, and the, the dishwasher I did call. I Whatever called, happened I, with the dishwasher? I called uh, Ab. Did you tell Did you tell uh, Lowe's to pound sand? I told Lowe's that this was not going to work for me. <laughs> Actually, I told them on Twitter. Oh, and what did they say on Twitter? I direct messaged them, and I just said, hey, I got to cancel this order. What number do I call? Do I call the local store? Do I call your corporate? Like, how do you do this? Because it's like a contract job and all that. Uh, and they must have seen that I'm verified, and I have 12,000 followers. So they were they replied. They're like, hey, just send us the order number in your info, and we'll like get take care of it right away. That's right. Hours later. Thank God for that blue check mark, baby. Yeah, dude. That blue yeah, check mark carries it. Well, I will tell you at the outset, uh, I'm a little bit buzzed for tonight's quarantine cast. I know that's unprofessional, but um, I'm also not wearing pants. So you choose which part you think is less professional and then go with that. Um, I didn't set out to be buzzed today. I was uh, I exercised. I took a long walk. I did, I did a lot of errands. And then I came home and um, last night we had Taco Tuesday. So Ooh. we had a couple margaritas. Well... I had had uh, I had some extra stuff left over. Uh, I made I made guacamole last night, and I had some tomatoes and onions and salami, all that stuff except for avocados. So I got some avocados today on my way home, and I made some more guacamole. Then, as I was making the guacamole, I had a beer, and once the guacamole was made, uh, Debbie and I decided, hey, let's have another margarita from yesterday. So I had about one and a half, and this would make the other half. Uh, I had a one and a half margaritas and I thought to, and all we had for dinner then was guacamole, mm. chips and guacamole and a couple margaritas. And so I'm like, oh, well, this will be fun. But uh, that's that. So if I seem uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to really work hard on not swearing because you've known me a long time and you've seen me at a couple points where I've had a couple drinks and then my mouth gets a little Mm, salty, let's say. Can we, would that be fair? Would that be a fair uh, assessment? I get a little salty. I would say that would be fair. Yeah, I would say that. So I'm going to try not to get salty tonight. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I almost have breaking news. This happened just as I as we were coming on the air. And I like to make it sound like we're, you know, big shots with breaking news. Uh, Debbie gets a text from Molly. Somebody stole the pillow from her rocking chair on her front porch. What? So, yes. So uh, we're Debbie, Debbie and Molly are pouring over her ring doorbell camera to see if they've got footage of uh, whoever stole this. If you are in the uptown area of New Orleans around Magazine and Jefferson and you stole a pillow off a front porch, we will find you. And I will use my unique skill set uh, to seek revenge upon you.
So there you go. That's the breaking news. What happened? Did you fall out? Did you, are you dead? Cody left the room. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, oh, Brian, thank you. Chips, guacamole, and margaritas, the best dinner ever. Not usually what I would have for dinner. Oh, but, uh, wait yeah, a second. You know, we went sometimes off you Facebook gotta, for a second. Sometimes now we're back on Facebook. I don't know where Cody went. Uh, in case you're watching on Facebook and uh, or watching here, we don't know. Uh, wait, can you see me now? No, I hear you now, but I see just a black box. You were really? like, I was in a plane and it crashed. There you are. This is very weird. I think it crashed for a second. Yeah, uh, you were gone. You had said you left the room and then there was nothing. And so ugh, I, w I had to fill on my own. And God knows I'm not used to having to talk that much by myself. This doesn't make any sense. It told me we weren't on the stream anymore and now we are. And now it looks like we're good and no one's complaining. And I'm still I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm on the, as I look at the light stream page, it says we are offline. Um... I don't know what's going says on. We're, we're still rolling. All right. On Facebook, it looks like a nobody has said anything. Tom and Brian are commenting, and Joe is uh, Joe has joined. Welcome, Joe. Good to see you. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but who knows? So yeah. So somebody stole Molly's. Uh, somebody stole Molly's uh, cushion off her rocking chair on her front porch. She's very upset. Um, she also had to go back. She also had to start on-campus work. She had to leave her home and go to work this week, which meant uh, yesterday she left Walter, the wonder pup, all by himself for you know the first half of the morning, and then she came home at lunch. And so that's uh, every day. My, I think Molly is starting to get the, uh, the picture that I'm uh, more concerned about what Walter's up to lately. Because I'll call her and I'll go, so what's Walter up to? And then I'll get the update on Walter, and I go, oh, and how is work today? Okay, because she she's much more gregarious about sharing Walter's adventures than her own, so mm. it's our way of bonding. And we now today was supposed to be the day that we were leaving for New Orleans to fly down right. there, right? Uh, and you know we canceled that flight and canceled the hotel reservation. But uh, and it, more breaking news: I am going to uh, we are going to New Orleans at the end of the month. Today? No. We are going the uh, at the end of the month, we, but we've did. Well, you know how serious I'm taking this pandemic thing. How I don't go Very out. Seriously. I've had uh, I've had conversations with uh, mental health professionals regarding my aversion to going places, to eating outside, to doing anything other than going to the store, having a panic attack because people aren't moving correctly, uh, getting infuriated because people aren't wearing masks. So and then um, and then wondering. Even if I go to someone's house, what they've been up to, so I don't go anywhere. But uh, Debbie and I were both feeling, we're both feeling uh, claustrophobic and getting some cabin fever. And then we were both disappointed that we weren't able to go down to New Orleans this weekend uh, to see Walter and to see Molly and blah blah blah. Well, her birthday's at the end of the month, so we started we started uh, weighing the pros and cons. And we decided since we're driving by ourselves, we're not going to stay at a hotel. We're going to stay at Molly's for the two nights. Molly has not left except now to go to work and go to the store. And she had to get tested last week for work. So she's negative. We're negative because we've been tested. And we're not going to be going out 
down there other than what we would do here, go to the grocery store, or I'm going to run to Home Depot because I have a little project that uh, I told Molly I would do for her while I'm down there. We decided uh, we are going to risk it all. We're going to roll the dice, and we're going to drive to New Orleans, stay a couple nights at Molly's house, and then drive home. I don't. I, as I said to Debbie, we'll come home. We can immediately get tested, and uh, and see what happens. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving my bubble, Cody. We all reach that point where enough is enough. Enough is enough, right? Enough's more than enough. I and sometimes, quite frankly, and I've said this before, I feel like I'm the only guy who's really. Uh, Who's really paying attention? And I know I'm not. I know you've been very careful. I know a lot of people I know have been very careful. Some uh, friends of mine who own businesses I know are being very careful. But there's a lot of people who aren't being very careful. Yeah. Case in point, Sturgis, South Dakota. This is the. So, did you see this? Hey, South Dakota never even had to go on lockdown. That's how good they are. Well, one, there's very few people in South Dakota. That's have you true. ever been to South Dakota? Yes. Yes, it's uh, to say it's sparsely populated would be generous. Yeah. All right. There's no so, one there. Uh, here's my question. Is there a band that you would risk dying in order to see? Dying? Yes. And I'll tell you why I asked that after you give me an answer. Or an artist, a visual artist. Like, uh, would you go, would you risk getting coronavirus and perhaps dying to go see one of your um, video game soundtrack uh, symphony spectaculars that you go to? No, the closest is Guns N' Roses. And I mean, we did rent an RV and drive it halfway across the state of Seattle. But so, there was no pandemic then, right? There was no pandemic, but it was kind of risky. So uh, however that said, I would say probably not. I, I would say like a low risk. Like I'd, you know, drive a 1996 Winnebago across the state of Seattle when I don't have any idea what I'm doing. Uh, there's some, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was a risk. That was a yeah. great, uh, that was a fun adventure, but it right. was, you're right. It was a risk. Yeah. But not that high of a risk. The reason I ask is, uh, I don't know if you saw this, uh, smash mouth performed at Sturgis and thousands of people went to see smash mouth. And the lead singer said, uh, we're all in this together. F this COVID S. Uh, see, I'm pre being pretty good for being buzzed. I'm still not swearing. It's really, it's very impressive, actually. First of all, uh, I thought, I, who, who would go see Smash Mouth anyway? I don't know if you remember, I told this story on the air. I think I was filling in for Nick because I remember talking to Esmeralda about it. Um, when Molly was a freshman, we went down for Parents Weekend and Smash Mouth was the headliner. And I, I, I made so much fun of that six years ago. Now, mm. fast forward six years. First of all, what do bikers and Smash Mouth have in common? When I say a Harley Davidson rally in Sturgis with 250,000 bikers, do you immediately go, yeah, Smash Mouth. That's it. Uh, the, the, the guys who did the cover for I'm a Believer. They're the ones who are, that's who bikers want to hear when they're all risking their lives for a pandemic. You just stopped talking. Yeah, I was waiting for you to jump in. I was I waiting did. to 
letting you have a letting you have a little commentary there. No, I just your cadence didn't like leave off like it usually does. So I was led to believe that you were going to continue talking. I am going to continue talking at some point because that's what we're here for. If people just sure. want to, you know, we could just post two pictures of us if if they didn't want to hear us talking. Well, but no, come on, they did. I'm a believer. Uh, hey, now you're an all star. Those are those biker songs. Don't you think? Like, I hear. You know what I they hear, sound like to me, Brian. They sound to me more like moped songs. Don't even get no. I'm not. No, we're not going down that road again. We are not going. And this is not against the bikers, despite the fact that uh, I did see a number of bikers at Sturges in interviewed on the lamestream media. Mm. And uh, they said things like, I ain't afraid of the COVID. And I thought to myself, hmm, you're probably not that bright. Now, does that mean I think all people who ride Harley Davidson's are not bright? No. Oh. I know there's a lot of very, very intelligent men and women who ride Harley Davidson's. Uh, I find it a little odd that uh, you are willing to risk it all for your rally. Uh, but that's it. And I, and listen, I know the it's the businesses in Sturgis that overrode the city council and said, yeah, you know what? Uh, we understand the risk, but we got to make some money. And the millions and millions of dollars that this rally brings in every year is amazing. To the point where Debbie and Molly, two years ago or three years ago, when uh, Molly was coming back from her internship before her senior year in uh, college, they drove a crazy scenic route and they ended up going through Sturgis and that area during bike week. And Debbie said it was insane. The amount of people, but, um, you know, so, but, but I saw this and I, and I thought to myself, let's put aside the fact that these bikers don't want to wear masks and don't want to socially distant. Smash mouth. Seriously. That's, I don't know. I want to hear Guns N' Roses. I want to hear uh, some heavy metal music. I want to hear some old school classic rock. Mm -hmm. uh, Smash Mouth is not my biker band of choice. I had a couple. Uh, had a couple good hits. Three. They had three songs. They had the cover <laughs> of "I'm a Believer." They had "All Star," and they have uh, you no, know, that's All Star. And the, they had one other. So they had three big hits. Walking on the sun. Walking on the Sun. All right. So Walking on the Sun, All-Star, and the remake, the cover of I'm a Believer. That was in an animated movie about a, 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 a troll or an ogre. An what is Shrek? Ogre. An ogre? He's an ogre? Shrek's an ogre, not a troll? Do you think Shrek was a moped rider? Or You're not going to – listen, I already told you I was buzzed, but I'm not so buzzed that you're going to get me to go down that route. I love people who ride mopeds. I think they're fantastic individuals. I don't, Cody, I don't have the time or the energy to battle online with people again. Mm. I can't do it. I'm not going to get sucked into it. You're not, uh, you're not battling you, people in real life. Now's, now's your chance. My but they, you are. I don't know if you remember, they did come after us IRL. Oh, yes. And uh, there were a lot of, there were horrible accusations thrown about, all because of a joke uh, that led to almost... I think the only reason we're still around is because, what was this, four years ago, maybe? Yeah. Uh, cancel culture didn't really exist four years ago. It's true. So we, we made it through. So. Yeah, South Dakota, I don't know about that. Um, I did see all the boasting 
that they've done such a good job handling the pandemic, which is not too hard when you have 11 residents in your entire state. <laughs> when the entire state is socially distant, there's really, what are you going to do? I've been to Rapid City. I've been to De Deadwood. I've been all over South Dakota and I enjoy it. Scenically, it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. There's nobody there. No. I will say though, I, everyone I've ever seen in North Dakota is high risk. Um, cause I visited, I went to North Dakota for a wedding and I swear to God, I was like 22 or 23. And you know, you spend several hours in the state driving in and out. And, uh, we stopped at many rest stops and ate out at a few different places. This was like 10 years ago. Um, and I swear to God out of probably 500 people I came across, every single person in North Dakota, uh, was, uh, obese. Um, they just had like, oh. I, I'm not exaggerating because I was a really hot and bothered 22 year old guy. Did so you, like, I was you were very hot. judgmental. You body shamed people. I, I was on the prowl. I was constant. All I cared about was looking for attractive women. Like that's right. what young, young adult men, like adult straight men do. They, they look at, they look for women and they, there was, uh, they, they, I noticed I noted a trend among men, women, boys, girls, like all ages. We, we went to like a McDonald's. It was crazy. Like, I don't know what's going on in North Dakota, but like they got to they gotta get their act together, man. Like it was not a healthy looking place, uh, unfortunately. So th that is definitely a comorbidity. So I, I like, I'm actually worried about North Dakotans. That said, there's no one there. So, you know, yeah, that's North cool. You go to Rapid City. Is it North Dakota or South Dakota? I don't know. Where the whole the whole place? It's uh, the bad. I just know about North Dakota. No, you're a South Dakota. You're I know Wall Drugs uh, is there. Did you go to Wall Drugs? Wall Drugs? Yes, you, Wall Drugs. It's one of those tourist traps. You see billboards starting just outside of uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Hmm. Oh, come to Wall Drugs. Wall Drugs, and you get there, and it's a giant like gift shop, and they're big. Th hey, they give you free water. So you can get a free cup of water at Wall Drugs. A cup of water. Oh, sure. And you got to stop. So uh, I, I, of course, stopped at Wall Drugs because I didn't know when I was going to be back there again. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's just a crazy gift shop, tourist trap kind of thing. Then you get into the Badlands. Then you get in. I'm looking forward to, uh, I hear the president wants to be on Mount Rushmore. I'm sure that's going to happen out there. Uh, right by the Crazy Horse Monument, they'll put, uh, they'll put the president's face up on Mount Rushmore. Did you hear that? No. Yeah, the president and his staff reached out to uh, uh, South Dakota and uh, decided, or North Dakota, decided uh, or asked if he could be um, he could be put on Mount Rushmore. What was the response to that? Well, there hasn't really been any uh, yet, so that's that. But okay. uh, I don't know if you've been to Mount. Have you ever been to Mount Rushmore? I've not. Have you? Yes, it's very. It's oh, it's um, it's very impressive. Okay. Um, one, I I don't think there's room for the pres the current president, and two, doesn't really fit in with the rest of the uh, the majestic presidents on Mount Rushmore. But that's okay, you know, whatever. Then there's uh, then not too far from there, they're building the Crazy Horse Monument, which has been under construction for a long time which is also kind of cool. But yeah, Mount Rushmore is, um, it's impressive. When you get there, you, you're like, oh, oh, look at that. They did that in a mountain. I'd like to get there. Uh, just it's a beautiful country. 
Beautiful. Well, I mean, they're married. We got a beautiful country here. We got a lot of beautiful country. That's why. Why do you think I knocked out a wall in my house so I can see the backyard? I, I got know. a beautiful country back there. You want to sit out there and look out of over your land and see the beautiful country and just think to yourself, man, oh man, this is how life should be. Drinking your Mountain Dew out on your lanai. Maybe get a little hammock out there. I'm down. Take your meetings. <laughs> so. Sorry, if I seem distracted, it's because on the back end here, uh, our whole interface is just, I can't do anything with it. It's what do you totally, mean? So I can't switch cameras. Usually, like, if you tell a story, I'll switch. Right, you switch to just me, which I like. I like yeah. being the center of attention. Any, anything I click on, it just says error, and uh, it says contact support, and then I click the support button, and it just doesn't do anything. It's, well, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, we'll just stay stay with this. People don't need to, you know what, if they, if this week they don't see the beautiful banner that says uh, Brian Noonan Show or the little quarantine cast uh, deal, mm -hmm. okay, so what? They're seeing us. We're more important than the special we, effects. We are important, but hey, but it's also like still like if I decide I want to like grab a pair of headphones or like refill my drink or something i can't like you know click and leave if you take a bathroom break now it'll be very obvious it's gonna be well then i'm gonna have to just pee in my cup because you'll have to pee in your cup and i mean while well I, you know actually that it works out because the camera right now is still from your shoulder up basically so that's right you, you can pee in the listen i could have been peeing the whole time let's be honest wow mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's right that's, that's, a mar that's a margaritas talking. That's, right that is definitely that margaritas. Is the margaritas talking. I'm loving the margaritas. Oh, Tom says he only watches for the production value. Now I feel horrible. Is that right, Tom? Oh, well, one, uh, that's a shame. Two, that's a shame. Um, and three, we're sorry. It's not our fault. At least we're on because there was a there was a, an issue, which was my that was my fault this time because I went in through Firefox should have gone in through Chrome, and I'm texting Cody, hey, what's going on? Are we doing this? And he's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm like, no, you're not, because I'm in. And he's like, I love that you actually sent me, you texted me a photo of your screen. Going, yeah, look, there's just a big red blob where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's me. I'm in. Let's go. It was funny. There's, there's another uh, podcast I was helping. Um, per, I was working with some people who were who are employees at Microsoft, uh, for this like side project uh, a few months back. And uh, we were using recording software that only works on Chrome. So like that was like fun and weird to be like, hey, Microsoft people, like it's, yeah. you have to use Chrome. But like, they have to be used to it by now, right? Because nothing works on Internet Explorer. No, and I, I told you last week I did a show for another guy and he was like, you've got to be on Chrome. Yeah. And uh, any other, when I do... When I do the WTMJ shows or any remote broadcasts, I have to be on Chrome. So, okay, I'll just be on Chrome. I got to figure out how to do private browsing in Chrome, though. I don't like a, I don't like a record of where I've been. Let's just say that. <laughs> just say I don't you know. Just, just go to File, New Incognito Window, or uh, Control Shift N. For nobody can see me. For nobody can see you. That's what I want. I like mm -hmm. to be private. <laughs> Who knows? There's only so many pages about, uh, you know, whatever. You can go visit. Let's just Whatever. 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 Hairstyling for the aged. That's 
That's what, that's well, what I have to, I have to get hairstyling for the aging. <laughs> well, so you're going to leave your house for the first time. Well, I've left the house yes. to go to the store, etc. Mm, no, uh, not, you're yes, leave I'm your leaving house. the house for the first time. I'm like uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm getting pulled out of the bunker. Uh, I think it's 2019 still, and we'll see what happens. I think that's very impressive. I think that's really great. Uh, my, I'm winding down. I'm done with the social events. Uh, yeah. I have pretty much seen everyone, hosted everyone, seen my family. Uh, seeing the friends I wanted to see. Now we got a baby coming in like two and a half weeks, um, which like now I'm starting to realize, like I've been aware of it, but now it's like, oh yeah, the baby's yeah. gonna happen pretty soon. So uh, I'm in like baby mode, which is kind of nice, I guess. That's no, it's it it gets. Stressful might not be the correct term, but you know what? It becomes more all-encompassing now because, like mm -hmm. you said, the baby's on the way. You've got you've done all your prep. You've got the house ready. You've you're in a great place. Uh, one of these days, you'll have a dishwasher. It's going to be very exciting. But yeah, it's when you say two and a half weeks because when when you first find out the baby's coming, you go, oh, that's eight months from now. Eight months seems a long way away. Right. So you realize we've been in our homes for five months. And yeah, yeah so now uh, now the baby's coming. Now, what are you going to do? What is your, have you and your, uh, your lovely bride discussed your policy once the baby is in the house? Who will be allowed to come over? Will it be just your parents? Will it be, uh, who's going to be allowed in the house once the, ba the new baby comes in a pandemic world? We got to talk to the doctors. So- we have some family friends who recently had a kid. The first of all, yes, I'm allowed in the delivery room. That's oh, a nice. thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're they're allowing. Well, no, I didn't, or, yeah, I didn't think they were letting that happen. No, no, no. You get one. You get one person. Oh. Um, well, it's good that some, it's you. I'm glad. I'm glad she picked you. Well, me too. That'd be awkward if it wasn't. <laughs> so people, I would like Bob to come in with me. Who? Just a friend from work. Well, I told you about the birthing uh, videos that we were watching for the, like, I don't know, parenting, birthing training or whatever. Yes. And there was the family with, like, the girls there on her side, you know, like, uh, uh, like you know, like, miserable. And her dad is knelt down next to the bed, like, holding her hand, stroking it. Her Ew. husband's behind her, rubbing her shoulder. The mom and sister are over in the corner Snapchatting the whole thing. Uh, and there must have been at least one other person in the room. It was like the it was a family affair. No. It was like, let's get this on Instagram right now. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, no thanks. No, no. And I'll tell you this: if if Molly someday has a child, I'm gonna wait till that kid is wiped off and squeegeed off and brought out to show me all swaddled up in a blanket. I know how it works. I don't need to be in there with my daughter. Uh, Hear her screaming in agony. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. Swaddling is quick. Man, you know, I, I'm like, I'm kind of torn. All right. So when you have a baby and you go on parental leave, you take a picture of your newborn and you send it to your coworkers. Okay. Right? That's like pretty standard. You're talking to a guy who's never had an office job. So, but you've had an email address. I'm I sure have had an email address. I'm sure someone um, at WGN has had a baby at some point and sent a picture of it. Sure. Yeah. You send, you'd send it to like the boss and the boss sends it out or 
Like at school, it'll be, hey, they'll send one out to the whole staff. So-and-so had their baby, and it's very exciting. Um, but yeah, and, and but now, now, besides sending it, sending one to work, you just post it on social media, and then, you know, all your friends see it. I'm not going to do that, and I don't no. want it. I don't want my pic. I don't want my kids' picture anywhere. Smart. And this is the problem: is that like, is it going to be like poo pooed at the office if I like don't send a picture of the baby? Like I'm just like, well, see you guys in twelve weeks. Bye. No baby picture. I think I think sending a picture to the office is different than posting it on social media. I don't think any of your coworkers or your boss is going to um, like. After the baby comes home, you know, a nice picture of you sitting with the baby on your deck, that might be nice for your coworkers. That's they're not going to publish it. All you know, right. it's different if you were Instagramming, you know, if you if you have this feeling that you don't want to put your baby on social media, I think that's great. That's that's very good. You know, but sending one picture to the office to the people, you know, like your co-host and on the uh, on the podcast, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Game Life Balance, Curios or no, uh, Curiosity Daily Podcast, part of the Discovery Family of Brands. Mm-hmm. Um, if you send if you send one or the, to them, I don't think that's, I don't think it's going to get out. I think your privacy will still be respected. You can even say, hey, do me a favor, don't share this uh, out with anybody other than you know the people that I've sent it to. That's probably fair. Also, Diane in the chat saying Cody could send a photo of someone else's baby. Who can tell? That's pretty funny. And that a is good true. Idea. A lot of babies look the same. That is. They all kind of look like they're just drunk old men. <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're just round and uh, they look like sharp human sharpays. They got a lot of folds. They're just kind of. But, you know, one picture and. You know, but that's up to you. You you and your wife have the absolute right to say, we don't want to publicize our baby. You yeah. know, I would hope that you'd send me a picture. I will not share it. I will go on record right now as saying I will not share a picture. And I'm sure your parents and your brothers and your sister and your uh, sisters-in-law, they will not, uh, they will not, <laughs> they will respect your wishes, but you got to, mm. you know, you got to send a picture. All right, but that's are you, fair. Are you going to let people in the house? Well, it depends on what the doctor says. So our friends had a baby and the doctor told them, you shouldn't let anyone hold the baby for 30 days. But some people ignore that recommendation or they're like, that's just the recommendation. It's not like a mandate. I don't know. We're going to ask the doctor. We're going to have a baby. Baby's going to come out. I'm going to look at the doctor. I'm going to say, hey, doctor, who's allowed to be around this baby? Can you tell me what's ailing me? Yeah, whatever the doctor tells me. I'm just going to do that. And... uh, and if he's like, don't let anybody around it for 30 days, then we're not leaving the house for 30 days. Uh, if he says, you know, you can have like one or two close family members do it as long as they're isolated in quarantine, then my mom will get a test. My mother-in-law will get a test. They'll quarantine for a week or two and then come visit and then hang out. So yeah. uh, whatever the medical professionals say, because I trust them. I got to share a story with you, Brian. You're going to love this. <laughs> Uh-oh. So my, uh, my friend, one of my very good friends, uh, who will remain nameless, uh, plays a video game with me. He's got a Is it Ice Bag John? Is it, it's not Ice Bag John. You don't know this guy. Um, but he's, he's one of my best friends. So he has this group of gamer friends that he plays with like every 
like three or four times a week. It's a group of buddies he found. They're good at the game. They get together. They do stuff. So, <clears throat> so a new, uh, a new, some new content came out in Final Fantasy fourteen yesterday. For the first time in four months, big deal for us. Huge deal in the, my world. In the so gaming like, community, this was big news. Just for Final Fantasy fourteen players, but that's me. So okay, great. So I'm like, okay, what are you are you gonna play? What do you like? There's a few things you can do in the game. So I'm like, okay, yeah, tonight, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna like, are you gonna do these raids? Are you gonna do the main story? Like, what are you gonna do? He goes, well, I'm planning on progressing the story tonight. Although I'm not sure if we're going to be raiding because get this, the healer in my group uh, had his, this in this part is sad, had his uncle and aunt die opposite sides of the family within days of each other. He lives in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Give you one guess what they died from. So he can't raid because he has to go to funerals. Just guess. Can you guess? Hint. This guy isn't going to take extra or any precautions after two of his family members died. And I was like, please, for the love of God, why are you telling me this? So I said, did, did you, did you, how do you know he's not taking precautions? And he goes, because I asked, so are you going to wear a mask now? And he said, why would I, they don't do anything. Hmm, uh, and his explanation was that the holes in the fabric are bigger than the virus. Thus it just lets the virus through. Now, Forgetting, of course, that the virus doesn't free float in the air and it has to be attached to a much bigger droplet of breath, which is bigger than the holes. Uh, he explained that and he said, and he was like, where did you hear that it does, the mask doesn't do anything? <laughs> he goes, I didn't hear it anywhere. It's basic science and common sense. Oh, well, listen, once, when he puts <laughs> it that way, Cody, let's be honest. There are, I'm upset that all of these people, not just this person you're speaking of, but there's there's hundreds of others, thousands, perhaps millions, uh, who have kept their knowledge of science and medicine under wraps for all these years. All of these people could have, <laughs> please don't spit your Mountain Dew, uh, my point being, all of these people, with all of their knowledge, could yeah. have prevented this from happening. Why have they been right hiding now. their lights under a barrel? <sighs> Why did not they share their their brilliance with us prior to this? And why don't you and I, who I think are fairly intelligent, why don't we have the common sense to know, know. this kind of thing? Unreal. So you're telling me his aunt and uncle died of a buffalo stampede. Obviously. Oh. Obviously. Okay. On separate parts of the state. It's Oklahoma. That's the way things go. There, there. are buffaloes everywhere out there. Or do you call them Tatanka? I don't know. Um, it depends on if you're Tatanka? watching. Tatanka. Watch, uh, watch Dances with Wolves. Did That's you hear Kamala died? The wrestler? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And all right. Listen. I'm very, I'm very excited that Senator Kamala Harris is the vice presidential nominee for the Democratic Party. I think it was very weird that that announcement came the same day that Kamala, the wrestler, died. Because yeah. let's be honest, that is not a common name. And to mm -hmm. have it trending on two different platforms for different, completely different reasons on the same day was insanity. 
Yeah, not a very Kamalin name. <laughs> I dropped my papers. You dropped your papers or your I, pants? You no, wearing my, pants. I, it's impossible to drop pants that have never been on. Drop trow. That's how you pronounce it. My trow, my trow has been down since about eight thirty this morning. Oh man, I've been doing a lot of things uh, pantsless today. You, as Tom Petty once sang, I'm free, free. Mm, he said fallen. I was mm -hmm. doing something else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that you look like you knew I was going to say it, and yet I stopped myself. You did. You're very good at the not swearing on the quarantine cast. What people don't know is that you and every person I've ever met in radio has the filthiest mouth. Horrifying. Uh, myself included. It's yeah. if you if you heard me and Brian just pre-show back in the days at WGN, you, <laughs> it'd be like you're not allowed in public. This right. It's amazing that all the all the radio <laughs> broadcasts we've done, we have not sworn on the air. The only people that swore, I think, on our show were Mustard Girl one time. Uh, and that was before you were with me. That was when Mustard Girl was at the very beginning when Mustard Girl first came on the market and she came on and she was hammered. Hammered. Uh, and she might have let uh, one or two profanities fly. And listen, don't come at me, Mustard Girl, because I have the tapes. Okay. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be afraid of that. And I think there's only been one or two. I think um, Michael McDermott swore once when we were doing the Sunday yes. show. Yeah. Uh, but that was that, that's one of those things because when you're in the studio with us, we're hanging out. It seems like we're just hanging, you know, like we're sitting in our living rooms. And he was just so comfortable that one just slipped out. But you know, whatevs. Whatever. I'm shocked that no one ever slipped up in our beer segment. Ever. Yes. Well, especially you, because uh, there were times during the during at the breweries, which we'll be bringing back, because we do have some big beer news coming up a little later. Um, yeah, you were you tended you tended to get a little drunker on some occasions. There were many times that the rest of us were very buzzed during the at the brewery segment. So it was. Uh, yeah, it got. Um, I'm surprised too. But you know what? You know what that tells me, Cody. What? We're professional broadcasters. Oh, you and I. We've done this for a while. We know uh, good content. We know the rules. We're mm. not on satellite radio where we can say all sorts of things. We're mm. not going to play the WAP song during our quarantine cast. Have you heard that one? Mm -mm. The new Cardi B and uh, the new Cardi B song WAP WAP. Is that the one that Ben Shapiro cried to his It is the about? one that Ben Shapiro did a dramatic reading on the other day. Okay, all right. And he is a uh, what a dork. Um, that could be the song of the summer. Just so you know. Could it? Well, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Where from the kids are on the street. going to play this song or listen to it with people? With Megan the Stallion and uh, Cardi B, you're not gonna. I would play it in the I would play it in the delivery room as your baby is popping out. Oh man, I haven't. You know, she's working on a playlist for the delivery room. The delivery yeah. playlist is WAP on there. I don't think so. Probably some. <laughs> gun, hopefully, some Guns and Roses. We gotta get things you know started right away. We you know, dude, the name is a thing. The name is still. Oh, you, do you have a name yet? We had one. 
And I really liked it. And we were totally set. Falcon, right? And then right? she had second thoughts. And now she's obsessed with this other one. And I don't know what to do. Well, Falcon was the first one. Falcon was, uh, Falcon was the first Talon. one. Fallon. Talon. 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 I knew it had something to do with a bird of prey. Right, sharp, right, right. Sharp beak golf. It's going to be the baby's name. So what? Uh, now I'm not asking you what the new name is or any of that. What? Uh, what brought about a change of mind? If you had one name in mind and and both, I'm guessing both of you had agreed on this name. You you liked it. What? Uh, what brought about the change? It's funny. We actually had two names, and one of them I was like, "This is the one. This is the perfect name. I love it." She's like, "Me too. Great." Then the other one because. There was the one that we liked first and we were like, yeah, this would be pretty good. I think we like this, right? Then there was another one and I was like, you know, I hadn't considered it, but let's go with this one. And then she said, you know, that's a good idea because that first one is really popular and a lot of people have that name. I go, okay, well, then we'll go to the second one that I'm very happy with. Okay. So turns out like three weeks ago, we were talking about it or something. And so I, I just Googled like most popular boy names. That second one that we had switched to. Yeah has been in the top five baby names for boys for like six years. Is it Logan? Uh, no, no. Good. Um, it, the, the, well, yeah, we're not going with it, but I'm not going to say it. But it was, it was a name that everyone has. So the reason yeah, we eliminated, I thought we'd eliminated that first name because it was too popular and switched to the second one, but it turns out the second one was too popular. Well, somewhere in that kerfuffle of me then realizing, well, no, name number two is actually the one that's too popular for us to do. Let's go back to one. Then suddenly we split off into route three, which uh, I'm getting used to and I like to a degree, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a thing. So naming's tough, dude. How did you come up with your name for your daughter? We, it, it was it, one, I agree. It's very tough. We knew we wanted an Irish name. Mm. Um, Right off the bat, we ruled out every Irish name that my female cousins had. So that took that took a chunk. Um, and then we started going through, and um, we we weighed a couple and names that we liked, but had a very um, Gaelic spelling, and we knew that would never go over well in school. And her trying to learn to spell it and stuff like that. So we got rid of those, and then. Um, we both liked Molly and we had, I had an, a cousin, an older, older cousin in Ireland. She was like in her eighties, but she spelled it M O L I E M O L L I E. And we were going to spell ours, you know, with the Y. And so we decided after going back and forth, we went with that. I really liked, I really liked Sarah um, because Ooh. I like Sarah smile. That was, that was a big reason. But then I'm glad we didn't go with Sarah because that was one of those names where I think in her class in grade school, there were like three or four other Sarahs and there were yeah. no other Mollies. You know, the only Molly was the clown on the big comfy couch, uh, which was a PBS show. And mm. so there were there were no other Mollies. And I was but, yeah, it took it took a while. We had we had one boy and one girl named because we didn't find out what we were having. So we were oh, really? upset. Yeah, we were. We had a boy name, which uh, if Molly had been a boy, she was going to be Jack, uh, which led to a lot of consternation from my father, who went, you mean John? I said, no, Jack. Well, Jack is a nickname for John. I go, no, Jack is Jack. Is Jack. Well, that's not how, uh, well, uh, you named the five of us how you wanted to name us, and, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. So. 
But yeah, it was it was what I was like you. I didn't want one of those super popular names. I didn't want a freakishly unique name. I didn't right. want a name her like Tumblr or mm-hmm. uh, Solo Cup or anything right. like that. But I also didn't want her to be just one of a million other, you know, whatever the name of the day is. Right, right. Now we have we yeah, like I said, we've got two that I that, that I like quite a lot. It, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. But it's it's a tricky process. Um, Roger wants to know if your chosen name is Wolverine. No, that would be Logan. That's a middle name, actually. Oh, really? Ta- yeah. Talon Wolverine Goff? Yeah, Talon Wolverine Goff. Talon yeah. Wolverine Goff. I like that. Although I, but I'm pushing for Claw Wolverine Goff because it, it's more, it, it flows more, you know? Hmm. I like that. Half Claws. I thought it was good, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Huh. So, so are you, you have acquiesced to your wife's demands for the new name? I mean, I'm going to have to, right? Hmm. <laughs> well, you have Do I want to be a happy adult? <laughs> you have two and a half weeks to just broach the subject a couple times and go, all right, so, you know, and, and it's going to come down to, here's what it's going to come down to. The day that she goes, ooh, it's time. I got to get to the hospital. So we're clear the name is blank. <laughs> And she's like, I don't know. Why are you asking me that now? Well, because I'm going to have to fill out the paperwork because there's a good chance you may be asleep. So they're going to ask me and I have to put the, and you don't want, you don't want to put the name on the birth certificate. That's not the right name. That'd be You wrong. don't want to be, well, I thought, I thought, I thought we were called the baby A. No, we said we were going to call the baby C. So oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to, is is it a name is the name that uh your wife has uh, settled upon that you're struggling with is it a name that every time you look at this child for the for the rest of your life you would go i didn't want to call you amadeus no <laughs> it's really hard to explain you can get two nicknames out of it Two or three. It lends itself very well to nicknames. You're not naming him Richard, are you? No. I've I've never understood. Maybe because I have a juvenile mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't want to give my kid a name that somebody could be calling him Dick the rest of his life. Right. You know, it's funny when we were brainstorming names. Uh, uh, even though it, she was homeschooled uh, until she was in high school, and yet somehow. Uh, her brain is able to instantaneously come up with any insult for almost any name. Oh, you, like, yes, you have like, to. I'm like, you have to. I get, I, I thought the name Dyson was cool. I think Dyson's a cool name. Like Dyson, Dyson, the sphere. The, the no, Dyson, like Dyson the vacuum. Like he sucks nonstop. And that's, and that's exactly where she went. I was like, Dyson's a cool name. But no, apparently Dyson's not a cool name. And she's very good with that. Anyway, no, I, actually, the one that we uh, that is now the runner is growing on me quickly. The problem is there's like three distinct nicknames you can get from it. And one of the nicknames drives me crazy. And I'm like, I don't want that to be the nickname. So I won't call him that. But no. like, if other people decide to, then I will be annoyed. It's not well, a, here's, here's a the thing. name. But now, my, my brother, Michael, uh, you know, obviously, I said his full name, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until he became... I think was in college 
people started calling that some people started calling him Mike. Mm -hmm. So, and, and it's the same with my brother, Patrick, we in the family call him Patrick. We call mm -hmm. my brother, Michael, Michael, we don't shorten it. There's no nicknames. Uh, they call me uh, Jag, but that's a whole different thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, so what if you, whatever you and uh, your lovely bride call your son is going to be what, especially the close family, that's going to be what they call him. And if they say, well, can we call him blah, blah, blah? I'd prefer you didn't. His name is, and you know, that's how you do it. My mom, uh, like we, nobody in the family has ever called my brother, Michael, Mike, or my brother, Patrick, Pat, none of us, their friends might, but none of us do because that's not their names. Hmm. Their names are Patrick and Michael, you know? Well, the clock is ticking. So this we'll is going to be exciting. So are you going to be one of those people who the baby comes and for two weeks, Hey, what's the baby's name? Yeah, we'll get to it. We don't know. Could be uh could be uh, Godiva, could be Herman. Uh, don't go with Walter because then I'd always uh, equate your baby with uh, Molly's dog. So don't don't give or Walter White. Well, old Walter bad. White. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think your baby's gonna be making meth in the basement. Not Maybe. for a couple of years anyway. If it brings in the dough, I get a cut. I'm good. It's fine. We got a shed downstairs. You want to use the shed? That's fine. Open the back window. Clean up after yourself. You know, give me 60-40 share. I know how to work it. Come on. All right. You are very uh, you are very accepting of uh, criminal activity in your basement. Well, I would utilize some of the funds for a personal security team for him. Uh, and I would use some of the other funds uh, for a college fund. So it would all be invested in, in, in their future, in the kid's future, uh, plus, you know, a nominal fee for my services as a parent and using that space. Uh, I think that's fair. Tom is, uh, Tom is really pushing for Tom. He says Tom is a great name. Tom's a great name. Tom's a great Tom, name. Tom is the name there's of There's a lot of great names. I saw, I read a thing in the Tribune today uh, about Karen. You know, the women who are named Karen are very upset about this. Oh yeah, and it seems like, according to their research, based on uh, census uh, numbers in the '60s, that Karen was like one of the top five most popular names. Now, not so much. So all of a sudden, all these girl babies who were named Karen in the early and mid '60s are now boomer age, and so they are the ones who are the Karens. Uh, but there aren't too many Karens coming down the pike after uh, mm -hmm. after this generation of Karens is gone. I wouldn't imagine there would be. No. Yeah. That, not a name you hear a lot anymore. Did you, did, were there any like old timey names that you considered? Verkin Gedrix. That's hard to spell for a child. And let me tell you this. Also keep in mind that if you name your child, whatever that uh, stroke that you just said. Verkin Gedrix. Yeah. You're not going to find a license plate for them at Great America or Disney World. When you go and you go into the gift shop and they go, oh, let me see. There's a magnet for my room with my name on it. No, we had a really hard time with Molly. Molly was a very hard name to find at that time. Now it's, oh. now it's easier. But at that time, it was very hard to find anything that had her name on it. Oh, the one we're thinking, zero. There Nothing. is no chance it will be anywhere. <laughs> it is unique enough, but not, you know, unheard of. All so. right. 
Well, this is now. Listen, this is this is the tease. We cannot. Uh, I I think I speak for everybody who has been uh, who's watching this and who has been following us for a long time. This is very exciting. We cannot wait till the announcement when Baby Golf comes out. Roger is Roger is on a tear, and he's I think he's on more of a tear because we haven't been reading his comments. But Ooh. he is uh, he is out of his mind trying to figure out what it's going to be. Woodrow, Alphonse, uh, Maureen says she can't find her name anymore. That surprises me. I think Maureen seems like um, like it would be a popular name still, especially among Irish people. That was one of the names that we had to we had to uh, cast aside. It was taken. Hmm. Yeah. So. I'm not seeing all of his. Uh... All of his uh, guesses, but uh, oh, Woodrow's pretty good. I don't, I don't know. A lot of good names, um, but... Uh, my my uh, wife's grandfather's name was Woodrow. Everybody called him Woody. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good times. <laughs> All right. It is good times. It's a great time. Of course it is. Tell me what else is going on in your life, Brian. What other stories are we talking about oh. today? Good God, Cody. Well, here's the thing. Uh, there was I told you last week how I spent all that time at my mom's cutting things down and clearing things out. I told you that. Uh, we were yeah. over there on Saturday because, uh, I don't know, I, my mom is, I guess last year, one of my brothers asked if next Christmas, which would be this Christmas coming up, they could stay at my mom's house because then they could bring their dog. Now, my brother and sister-in-law and niece have a Great Dane as a dog. This dog is as big as a mobile home. Mm. Um, and my my brother's house where they're staying, uh, it's not uh, conducive to a Great Dane. So they figured my mom's house would be conducive to a Great Dane. My mom, and I know I've said this before, my mom is, um, if I said the word hoarder, that may come across as intense and perhaps mean and judgmental. And okay. yet, it may be as accurate a portrayal as I can make of my mom. Okay. She went through a phase where she was buying all kinds of stuff, and she never wanted to throw anything away. And so uh, the house is her – the first floor is fine. Like you walk in and you go, oh, the kitchen is beautiful as she had it redone. It's fine. The living room, dining room, all nice. Everything is clean and organized. Then you go to the bathroom. The bathroom is all fine. She keeps the bath. But if you try to open any of the bedroom doors, it's like Mr. Peabody's closet. Mm. There is so much stuff in these rooms. It, it's, it's scary. Like, I don't want to get into a lot of it, but let's just say there's a lot of stuff. Then the garage is another thing altogether. Well, she decided that she was going to have work done in the house and she wanted to have the rooms done, which is great. Cause quite frankly, I think some of my brothers are just going, you know what? Someday when mom is gone, we're just going to light a match and the whole thing will be done. <laughs> it's going to be cheaper to just burn it to the ground and let it go. Uh, and this may be the margarita talk, but it's not. So anyway, my mom was like, Hey, uh, and I know she'd want, been wanting to do this, but I also know at 82 she can't do she can't do a lot of physical work herself. They're just that's how it is. When we're when we get to be 82, you can only do so much. Right. So Debbie and I went over the other went over on Saturday because she had said, 
well, there might be some things. Uh, Debbie's so good at selling stuff online. I have some things I think um, we could sell, and then we can work out a deal. We can work out a percentage. Uh, you know, you guys can sell it, and then we'll split the money. And I was like, well, we don't have to do that. No, no, no. I want to split the money. I said, okay, how does 95-5 sound? Well, we keep 95 and we give you 5%. Oh well, that that makes no stop. We're not we're not doing that anyway. We go over because she had supposedly doll some dolls and a, and she said, "All right, we're going to work on the small bedroom." All right. Wait, is this where the wait? You told us about the Bose speakers. Oh, that no, that was the, the Bose speakers I took last week. Okay, this was this was new. Okay, this was so the Bose. We sold the Bose speakers. Did I tell you that? No, I don't remember how much. We, A lot. Uh, 570. Wow. So that was good. So we sold that. So now my mom is geese. She's like, oh yeah, we're going to sell it. Um, we get over there and she wanted to, you know, she wanted us. My mom is hilarious because she won't actually come out and say something. She's kind of, she'll kind of like roundabout ask, well, maybe if you guys come out and you come early, we could get breakfast from Gabe's. Okay. So we, we get there. About nine thirty, which is, uh, you know, some days she's up, some days she's not. If she doesn't have to, but she was, she said, "Tell me what time you're going to be there, so I'll be up." Okay. So we have breakfast now at eleven. Now we've been sitting for two hours having breakfast, and I have to be the heavy. I have to go, Ma. Look, um, not to be a jerk, but we've been here for two hours. We came to work. We're going to talk to you the whole day. It's not like once we stop having breakfast, we have to stop talking. So we get into it. Uh, this bedroom can't be more than, if it's 12 by 12, I may be overestimating the size of it. Okay. It's a bedroom where before I went to college, my brother Dennis and I shared it. It had enough room for two twin beds coming out uh, from one wall. I think we had one dresser in there. And then uh, my uncle built a cabinet that came out of the wall above one of the beds. So it was, it was tight quarters. It was like being in jail, only we didn't have a toilet in the corner. We yeah. actually were able to go across the hall to the bathroom. Cody, when I tell you that room was packed, I wish I had taken a picture. Uh, you couldn't see the bed. You couldn't see the floor, couldn't see anything. By the time we left at, uh, I worked on that room, Debbie and, and my mom, my mom, we brought a chair up and she sat and I would bring her out tubs. Four hours to work on this room. I had not only filled my car to the brim to take it to Salvation Army. We had thrown out so much stuff and I was like, Hey, look, here's the bed and here's the floor. And we had cleaned out the cabinet that she's going to have taken off the wall. And we had found all these dolls. And Debbie had decided some stuff we would take to try to sell for my mom. And this other stuff was all, it was insane. So uh, now we're going back Saturday for another room. Ooh. My brothers, and I keep telling my mom, don't say anything to my brothers because I know they're just going to go, oh, you just, you know. Uh, but I'm doing it just because I have the time and I don't mind doing it. And Debbie's is nice enough to help. Um, I know my brother secretly are going, thank God. 
Because I could just, we found a letter that my brother and his dog had given my mom for Christmas 15 years ago. And it said, this letter is good for six months of professional house cleaning. <laughs> so I took a picture of the letter and I texted it to my brother and go, hey, uh, mom is going to cash in on this. Is this still valid? <laughs> he did not get back to me, mm. uh, shockingly. But yeah, so that's been, that's, uh, that's, this is how I spend my weekend is, uh, and it's fine. I, you know, I, at one point my mom was like, oh, I wish your brothers would come and help. And I was like, no, I said, this is better because now it'll be done. And then we don't have to worry about it later. And I don't, cause you know, you haven't had to do this and thank God to this point, I haven't had to do it either. But when I watched when my uh, when my aunt passed away and we were in charge of her house, you either, either uh, just toss everything or you have somebody come in and do an estate sale and that's gone. This way, you know, my mom gets to every everything we show her. Oh, I bought this. And, yes, I know you bought it. That's why it's in the house. But everything, everything brings back a memory, which is nice. And, you know... There's frustration at times where you go, she goes, oh, wait, I got to hold on to this. Ma, it's been in the back of this room. It's covered with like eight inches of dust. You haven't seen it in probably 20 years. It's got to go. And then she'll go, eh, yeah, you're right. And <laughs> it'll go. So, yeah. But uh, hopefully your parents are not pack rats so that somewhere far, far, far in the future, it won't come to you and uh, your sister and your brothers to go, all right, we got to clean some of this stuff out. They have a lot of stuff, but uh, it has made its way to my sisters and my house. Okay. As we got houses. So, I mean, every time I see my parents, they bring in bins. Uh, most recent trip, my mom brought me my, my baptism shoes. <laughs> And my baptism outfit. Oh, your christening gown, yeah. My christening gown with the baptism candle. Uh, they are adorable. If our baby is small enough to fit in them, we are absolutely using them. Oh, you have uh, to. You yeah. have to. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll get some use out of it. She's had mm. it for 35 years. So that's kind of a long time. But, but they're not like she's an organized. She keeps things that's with true. a purpose. Okay. Uh, and she'll get rid of stuff. I mean, she, she sends stuff to me and my, my siblings and I all the time. All the time. You want this lamp? Okay, great. The other day, like two weeks ago, they gave, me a, they gave us a lamp. That she was like, oh, I brought this lamp in. You know, we were going to get rid of it. We're not using it downstairs anymore. Great, fine. Okay. She's like, it just needs a shade because there's no shade. There's oh. in the basement or something. All right, fine. So we get a shade. So it's this cool lamp, uh, kind of like iron. And then the bottoms, it's got like three like a tripod kind of like twists out, you know, like a heart shape kind of. Oh yeah. So I like think we have one of those lamps. You want one? We got another one. <laughs> Take a picture, send it to me. All right. So there's three of those. So it kind of curls out. So it's, it, what I like about that is it's kind of tip proof or like tip yes. resistant. You know, it's tough to, it's tough to knock one of those over. I mean, you know, you get up high enough, you'll knock anything over, but as floor lamps go, if I could find a floor lamp with that base, you know, it's better than just the round one that sticks straight up like that. That that is going over. Right? I'll send you a picture. 
Yeah, do. Please. I have one in the basement, a floor lamp with the, the three legs that come out like this. So my mom had given me a table lamp with those legs. And so I started looking online. I was like, oh, you know, the the legs on this table lamp are really great, like, and not very tippable. If I could find a matching floor lamp, wouldn't it be great if we could get a magic floor lamp? But I can't find one. Where did you get this? And she texted me back immediately. She's like, oh, we have a floor lamp. I'll just give it to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so right. amazingly, she just like had an extra one. But but no, no. Um, no, my my parents have a lot of stuff, but they, they know what's there and it's not a hoarding situation. Oh. Uh, if anything, it's a, are you sure you want us to keep this here? Because the minute you have a house, we're giving it back to you. Oh, like, see, no, my mom has great. stuff. If I had a dollar for every time last Saturday, I heard, I don't even remember when I bought this. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. Um, and then she held on to stuff where, you know, like my brothers would go, oh yeah. And there's stuff in her house with, the, you know, uh, that everybody has kind of left there. Um, there's stuff from my aunt's house. These two beautiful cabinets that my uncle made, custom made, beautiful uh, curio cabinets that he had on each side of the fireplace in his living room that are giant uh, that one of my brothers was going to take. But then when he moved, when he built his house or moved into his house, it didn't have room for him. So now they're in my mom's house and there's no room for him in there. And they're just becoming a place where more stuff gets stashed. Mm. And they're gorgeous. So Debbie listed those. We'll see if we can, you know, we can sell them for, and you know. Yeah, no, no, my folks don't do that. We did a uh, story on Curiosity Daily. If uh, if you know someone with that kind of penchant for hanging on to things and not wanting to get rid of them, yeah, um, a really good way to declutter is take a picture of it, and then you have the the digital memory of it. And you know, I'm I'm I know your mom is tech savvy because she texts you, right? So yeah, she texts me and said, well, we did that. We actually did. Cause I was cleaning out one cupboard and I see my sister-in-law Colleen just jumped on and, uh, Colleen, I'm sure is very happy that she and my brother live in Florida, so they don't have to deal with any of this, but I found a poster board with a family tree that I made in seventh grade. Now mm -hmm. you could do the math and figure I haven't been in seventh grade for a while. Now my brothers have all used this family tree at one time or another, over the years. Uh, and my mom was like, we can't get rid of this because what if, uh, you know, my nieces need to make a family tree. And I said, here's what I'm going to do, mom. I'm going to take some pictures of this and then we'll have the pictures and I don't have to hang it. You don't have to have this piece of, you know, 40 year old poster board in your house, taking up space. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So we took the picture of the, of the family tree and now we've, <laughs> You know, now it's out of my mom's house. There were a few times, I will confess, that I made the executive decision before even showing her stuff, and I just tossed it. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta like, do that sometimes. Yeah, it's, uh, at this point, I get it. We're not gonna, you know, um, there had to be, I wish I was exaggerating when I say two to 300 pounds of magazines that I took out between, yes, I know. Um, but it's very good, and I kept saying, listen, Listen, we're, you're doing good. I kept encouraging her, and she did very well. It took her a while to come, you know, took her a while to get started, but then she was doing really well, and now things will be uh, things will be all taken care of, and it was great. So Debbie was the one who said, did you call your mom and tell her we're coming out this Saturday? 
no, I don't want to go back out. <laughs> I don't want to go out to do that. I'll go out to see my mom, but I'm not. No, we're going to get it done. Okay. So now Debbie is like, Deb, once Debbie's on the case, she's like a, a pit bull. She will not let go. So whether my mom likes it or not, things are getting done. And nice. then it'll all be, because now, you know, she'll be enjoying it. It's, uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that was last weekend. It'll be this weekend. And then, again, I am not a, uh, I'm not built. Listen, I'm an idea man, Cody. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy who uh, who's made uh, who's scraped out his living using his mind, not his body. So the, all this manual labor is not for me. It's for the birds. No, you know, Godspeed to the people who get up every day and actually bust their hump doing uh, doing manual labor. It's not for me. Not for me. I don't do think it's for know. you either, to be honest. What do you know? What you say that I don't know. I watch them, the contractors, you know, zipping in and out and how jacked they were, and you know, picking up doors and pounding things and working out. Like, like no human being is designed to sit in front of a screen all day, and that's what right. I do. And I do like my job, and I'm extremely good at it. I'm really good. Like I'm about as good as a person can possibly be at their. I have awards. I have won stuff. I get paid. Yes, you are very. Yes, nobody. Listen, don't get defensive. Nobody's saying you aren't good at what you do. How dare you say and I'm nobody not good is at what saying I do, you aren't Ryan. a man because you don't do you, because you work with your mind. Listen, I think I know where you're going with this. You're you're able to do stuff like that. You're able to do manual labor. Where I'm going with it is, uh, you know, there's a part of me grass is greener on the other side that's like. Leave all the corporate crap. Leave all the emails. Get away from a screen. Get out and live and be in the moment and be present and all that stuff. Only thing is, like, they were on my roof a whole lot. And, like, contractors have to, like, get on roofs. And, like, yeah. that's scary. Heights are scary. But, like, if I'm – I don't know if I learned how to, like, put, like, a wood trim, you know, thing, like, sure. in my in a room. like Dude, I'm all for that. So I'm, I'm going to try to teach myself some of those skills. But if I, like – if I didn't have a baby coming and I could, you know, start all over, dude, contractor, carpentry, I'm all about that. Oh, like, I often, I often wish uh, that when I was younger and my dad didn't, my dad didn't like doing it. He could do stuff and he would, my uncle would come and help, but they would do it and I can do stuff. I just wish when I was younger, I had kind of focused on that more because if, you know, you think when you're younger, everybody's pushing one way this is this is the path you go to high school college blah 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 blah. but there's a you know if you learn a trade if you learn to you know if you're an electrician or a plumber or you know a carpenter those are those are jobs they're never going away now they might take their toll on you physically in a shorter amount of time than sitting behind a microphone yakking Mm -hmm. uh but listen there's there's a reason that when uh, your pipes break, you're calling a plumber and you're paying a premium price for that person to come to your home and fix something. And then you go, oh, man. Or when you have to have your drain tile dug out and you go, oh, man, these guys, they're they're earning that money. You know, yeah, dude. there's no uh, that's it. No, I'm totally into it. I actually uh, um, and I'm very even even extra lucky because so I, I have the, the 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 circular saw from Roger, which is fantastic. Yes. By the way, he said he's going to give me a Power Rangers clock radio. Oh my god! Is that yes. Right? yes, 
Rogers, um, listen, L- L- Roger is a generous man, so we should plug his book once again, uh, Ooh, The Unplanned should. Life by Roger Badish. You can get it at Eckhart'sPress.com or anywhere books are sold. I know he is. I know by his uh, countless social media posts that he is working on the audio version of The Unplanned Life uh, by Roger Badish. So you can uh, you get the book, read it. Uh, it's right here. It's very close to my desk. I, uh, where, oh, look at that. There it is. See, I'm not lying. There's the book right there. The Unplanned Life by Roger Badish. So, uh, pick that up wherever fine books, uh, are sold. Uh, right behind that room is where Roger's book is sold. So you can (laughs) get the, go look for some fine books and then, uh, get Roger's book, which is also on Kindle. Oh, is it on Kindle? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. See, I don't, of course. I, I still need the, I like a book. I started another new book uh, and book I need book. the book book. Uh, book I'm book. reading uh, Bourbon County Stout and Selling Out by Josh Noel about our friends at uh, Goose Island and uh, the Bourbon County Stout movement. And uh, so I'm reading that book now. And I also bought Howard Stern's new book. And I am looking at, I have another book, uh, another beer book that our good friends, uh, your good friend Jesse Valenciana has uh, recommended for me. So I am, uh, listen, Cody, I'm, I'm reading, I'm learning. Who knows? Um, you know, it was really funny speaking of books. Um, what are their names? Um, Tom and Jerry. No. Heckle and Jekyll. No. Hmm. Mary and Rhoda. Heckle and Jekyll actually are top two names in our finalists for baby names. I'd go with Jekyll. Because Heckle, well, I I like them both. Mm-hmm. I'll say that at the outset. I like them both. Uh, I like Jekyll only because uh, that he could go either way. He's Doctor Jekyll. Somebody might call him Mister Hyde. That would be my nickname for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? But yeah. It would be pretty fun to call. Uh, you know, I've got a four-year-old running around, and I call him Mister Hyde. Mister Hyde. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. No, what was weird is uh, I saw my, uh, my 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 parents last weekend, and we were talking about something, and it made me think of a book that I'm reading Ooh, about Florida, reading? Brian. Uh, what was that reaction for? Florida, not your book, but well, a yeah. Book. Then what's wrong with, I mean, but don't we don't we derive glee and uh, and hilarity from Florida? I do, but I also weep for Florida. Did you see? Did you see the sheriff today, who came out and and said that his deputies are not allowed to wear masks at work, and nobody who visits the sheriff station can wear a mask, and uh, they're just they're no. He said there's no more discussion. There's no more debate. No masks, and if you want to wear a mask, basically he said then you'll be fired. And cool. this is in uh, the county that Ocala, Ocala is the biggest uh, city in this county. And I've, I've been to Ocala many times. This is, a, uh, I don't know, sad. Worked the Holiday Inn in Ocala a number of times doing comedy. All right. Big horse country in Ocala, Florida. It's in the northern part of the state. Also, uh, where John Travolta lived, because it's a place where there are a lot of private airstrips. So the more you know about Ocala, Florida, Cody... Maybe the more you'll bring to this book. So back to your story. 
it hasn't come into the book yet. Anyway, so I thought of this book and I didn't say anything, but I was thinking about it. And then my mom pulls out her phone. She's looking something up. And then when the conversation continues, she goes, you know, I've been reading this book you just reminded me of. And we're reading the same book. What is it? What's the name isn't of the that, book? Isn't that crazy? Like, that is very weird. It's very weird. It's called uh, In the Land of Good Living, A Journey to the Heart of Florida. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a, so the Atlantic reviewed it, and my wife is an Atlantic reader sometimes. Sure. And um, although a lot of their basically all their headlines are total doom and gloom, they're like yes. super death central. Every time you go to the Atlantic, like why the pandemic won't ever end, like why we're all gonna die, like why the future of politics is is yeah, it's all very dark. But their book reviews are pretty good. So the land of good living. Um, so as a fan of um, both my wife and I separately earlier this year, read Hell's Angels by Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, how was it? Fantastic, right. fantastic book about the, the Hell's Angels book. Um, so good. So this is like also a kind of gonzo journalism kind of style, but like not quite. But it's this guy, Kent, who's a writer, and he and his two friends do a walking tour around Florida writing about it. So oh. they like write this book and they just like get dropped off by their uncle with like a film crew. The one guy's going to make a movie. I don't know if they're making a movie out of it or if they lost their equipment or like what the deal is, but they're, they're traveling around the ideas to make a documentary about Florida. Cause like there's no, there's not a lot of like authoritative history or, or yeah, I guess, is that a scratch? Hmm. Sorry. Something was scratched. Um, it's fine, I think. Where did I come from? Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening there? Do you need help? Should I call the authorities? No, we're good. So, uh, yeah, they walk around Florida, and they just kind of, they kind of talk about it and its history. And, like, it, it is a pretty good book because it kind of helps you understand how Florida is the way that it is, which is completely out of control. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, like, there's a chapter that talks about, like, the military history. And it's not something you really think about, but, like, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers, Fort, right. like, it's like, it was like an entire, basically it's all military bases. And huh. then when people get out of the military, they would move there. And uh, it talks about how like Florida kind of became these like ideals of like, well, now you're out of the military and now you can come do this or whatever. And they got like subsidized for all this stuff. And the economy's yeah. always got stimulated because the military people were there and they're just like dumping money in. So I'm um, kind of interesting. And it, 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 it uh, Apparently, there's some other stuff later about like some uh, immigrants from not not uh, south of us, but like somewhere else in the world that okay. that impacted its culture. But it it it, it kind of helps you understand how it got to be as totally ridiculous as. Is it there is. a chapter? Yeah, is there a chapter about when it lost its collective mind? No, it it kind of everything you read about it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And he wrote it during the 2016 election. Oh, God, okay. So, like, as he's traveling, there's people making comments like, yeah, I really like that Trump guy. He speaks his mind. And it's like the three, the, the narrator and his two buddies are, of course, the whole time, like, many people from bluer states that were kind of like, ha ha, no, that'll never happen, ha ha, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I actually flipped to a random page in the middle the other night, just for no reason, and I landed on the page where they talk about being in a bar, finding out that Trump got elected. Uh, 
So, and then he does like a little analysis and it's like, okay, everyone's heard this 50 million times. Like, this is not like really insightful, but like I, there's like 200 pages that build to that. So I think it could be interesting to keep going. But anyway, it's called In the Land of Good Living, A Journey to the Heart of Florida by Kent Russell. I will put it, I could, I can't put it in the chat because my computer is not really working. Yeah, something's going uh, on. We can't put up the visuals of the, uh, of the books or anything, but yeah, no we'll, link, we'll link to it later. Yeah, we'll link to it later, but. Very nice. Uh, well, look at all guys who read now. That's very great. literary. Very literary. It's insane. Literal and literary. Well, you know, because we, we talk about beer so much, and I love beer and I love the industry, and the more we talk to people on at the breweries and talk to different brewers, I, uh, I'm i interested in it. And so I talked to uh, I talked to both John Carruthers and Jesse Valenciana, and I said, hey, I, you know, I finished up the Anthony Bourdain book and I was looking for something else. And uh, John is the one who reminded me about Josh's book, uh, Bourbon County Stout and Selling Out. And so I got that. And then Jesse was like, well, here's here's these other books. And um, he's like, do you want reference books or do you want technical books? Or do you want so well, a little bit of everything. So who knows? Just expanding the uh, expanding the base of uh of knowledge for that just in case who knows who knows one of these breweries might say we need a guy like you to drink our beer and be a mouthpiece and I, I can do the first but then after too many i can't do the second that's the problem that's i am right there with you uh are we going to talk about the bcs yes i was going to say let's get into this because this is uh, this was exciting news for cody and myself and i know for many of you who are uh, aficionados of beer and especially Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, which comes out the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday every year. This will be the uh, the tenth year that it's coming out on uh, on that date, and uh, they just released the lineup for what the Bourbon County Stout releases will be this year. And as I read over them, it was very very exciting. Again, this was uh, Josh Noel writing about it in the Tribune, where I found all this. Did you uh, did you have a chance to go through this, Cody? Did you see these? I looked at them, yeah. I didn't uh, look at I've, his write-up. I saw their press release. I'm excited about a number of them. I got to be honest with you. Now, mark this part of the uh, the podcast so we can talk to our friends because this is going to be a weird year because the release of Bourbon County Stout every year is a huge deal. People are lined up on Black Friday in the wee hours. There's, of course, the uh, the uh, the festival, the Bourbon County Stout. What did what, what, What's it called? The whatever the fest, not Fobab, because Fobab has been Fobab has been uh, postponed. But the Bourbon County Stout uh, release and and that big festival is always a huge thing. And at this point, nobody knows what if that's going to be able to happen this year. You know where they uh, the lottery for people to go and they get to buy a couple bottles and there's and we were lucky enough to go last year with Dave Plyer and we had a wonderful time. But uh, we don't know if that's going to be happening this year. And uh, also, we did a, a, a wonderful tasting last year of the new releases. But again, I don't know how they're going to do any of this. But all that being said, some very interesting varietals coming out this year. Of course, the, uh, the original Bourbon County Stout, which I had the other day when I started reading. I thought to myself, this was on Sunday. thought to myself, well, I'm starting to read this book about Bourbon County Stout. I haven't had one since my birthday when I enjoyed a, uh, I believe it was a 2018 proprietors oh. because don't I, I saw like such a beer dork 
when I say that, but it's true. So the other day I had a 2017, just original Bourbon County stout while I was reading and it was phenomenal. Uh, especially because now I'm reading about the history of it and I'm getting into that, uh, that part of, of uh, the guy who founded Bourbon County or Bur- Goose Island and the history of Goose Island and how Bourbon County came to be. But anyway, the original is coming out. And I said this last year and I said it the year before. I always take the original out of the when I'm when I'm trying to place which ones I like the best because the original Bourbon County Stout is for the most part always solid. It's, you know, it's right up here and it's always great. It's the basis for everything else that starts. And so I'm always good with the original. The original always tastes great. Uh, I don't know. How do you, uh, you, you tend to like the originals or no? Original's great. I have a, uh, I have a number of originals. Yeah, one in my fridge, in the beer fridge. Uh, not that you're allowed in there. And, I, uh, yeah, I don't. I've heard you have a beer fridge. I've seen it from a distance. Right. I've never been able to sample anything in that beer fridge. Right. Very high um, security. A lot of so, security. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, the, the, the standard Bourbon County stout is fantastic. All right. Now, uh, so let's get into some of the varieties, the uh, varietals. And we, we, you know, we'll go through this when they come out. But one that really got me, and I think, I think you and I were of similar mind last year for the wheat wine. They had a wheat yes. wine come out last year, and it was great. It was a little bit sweeter than the others. This year, their twist on wheat wine is a Carmella Ale. Um, it's been aged in bourbon barrels. It gets apple. It has a hint of apple, cinnamon, and natural caramel flavors. And they say that the result is reminiscent of a caramel apple. That, to me, sounds like it is going to be phenomenal. It's going to have, I mean, every, everyone they've ever released has been really well balanced, right? So like the right. sweet one probably last year would be maybe the wheat wine, but also maybe the mocherie. Yes. The cherry one. And yes, uh, which was really mocher, good. I think not Hey Siri, you dumb phone. Uh, the, the one that I just said, the cherry one, um, was not too sweet. In fact, it ended up being, I think, my favorite one. Yeah. So if they're able to achieve that kind of balance this year with uh, with the caramella, forget about it. I agree. You it's, don't want you don't want be. any of these to get overly sweet because then they're they're like a port. It's not it's not good. Right. But that one that one on paper sounds really good to me. Their proprietors this year the proprietors are always phenomenal. This one blends uh, fresh pistachios, cocoa nibs, candied cherries, and natural vanilla. And it was inspired by uh, one of the brewers' love of Spumoni. So again, I think uh, I think that sounds good too. You know, it's it sounds like it maybe have a little more tartness with the cherry and uh, a, a little calmer uh, sweetness with the vanilla than the caramel apple one. But I'm excited about both of those. Yeah, those both sound good to me. Uh, the Bourbon County Special Number Four is an oatmeal coffee stout. Um, they say it's pleasantly fruity, uh, with single origin coffee. So you've always liked the ones with the coffee. The last few years they've been using intelligentsia coffee. Uh, I don't know if they're, it doesn't say that they're using that kind again this year, but the oatmeal rather than a wheat is going to add a more lush texture to the, yeah, uh, they're doing intelligentsia again. Okay. 
So uh, that might be good. Then they've got this is this one. I'm I'm not a tea drinker. I'm a coffee drinker. So the Kentucky Fog Stout. To me, I'm like, well, I'm eager to try it because I'm curious about it. But it is uh, made with it's a take on the uh, London Fog, which is a tea drink that's made with tea, milk, vanilla, lavender, and sugar. So this this stout is made with Earl Grey and black teas from uh, uh, Chicago's Kilogram Tea. They add clover honey to it, and they're saying there's going to be black uh, hints of or notes of black licorice, white pepper, citrus, and graham cracker with floral undertones. Those are not, for me personally, I do not like licorice. So hopefully that is a very subtle note, the black licorice. And then it's then it sounds very unique. And again, I'm very curious about it because how do you go with black pepper, graham crackers, or white pepper rather, graham crackers and citrus, plus honey and tea? It sounds like a, an odd mix, but the brewers at uh, Goose Island always tend to come through with taking taking ingredients that you and I might think are unusual and uh, making them fantastic this might be the one i'm the most excited about really okay because number one i like novel tea haha <laughs> novelty i it. gotcha yeah. no but i love novelty the other thing is um i am always predisposed to order a drink with the ingredients that i think make the least amount of sense that when was, i was in, you got that right when I was with my wife in Las Vegas last January, I took her to the bar at the Cosmopolitan, the Chandelier Bar, very fancy cocktails, very nice night out. And uh, we looked at that drink menu and there was a mixed drink. I don't remember what was in it. I know there was lavender, but th there were like, it was like tequila and peanut butter or something, or like there were three or four things. And you're like, this makes zero sense. So I ordered it. Damned if it wasn't one of the best drinks I've ever had in my life. Really? Um, so I have, in my experience, and maybe it, maybe maybe it'll be kind of taste like tea, and people that like tea will like it. Maybe maybe, but I have found that stuff with ingredients you may not expect or you may not think would work. Right. The professionals know will work, and it could work in a really really intense way. So I'm the most excited because. Like you said, maybe it'll be kind of like licorice and you're like, all right, well, I'm lukewarm on it, but it could be like the best drink ever made. So right. uh, I'm very curious. I know you could well, be that, good. That I think is the beauty of the variants, uh, the varietals that they put out with the Bourbon County Stout. There's, there's things that on paper you go, eh, I'm not sure. And then in the execution, that's where it comes out and you go, yeah, these are good. And with so many, there's always, there's always going to be some you like more. And some that, you know, some you like a little bit less. Uh, another one is the Birthday Bourbon County Stout. It's Bourbon County's 25th anniversary, but it isn't an honor in honor of that. It's uh, the barrels. They aged them in Old Forester Birthday Bourbon, uh, which is a highly sought-after bourbon released each year on the birthday of George Garvin Brown, who is the founder of the Brown Foreman Distillery. So it's um, an exclusive beer meeting, a very exclusive barrel, they say. There will be uh, notes of rich oak spice, black currant, coupled with light maple, caramel cake, and white floral notes. 
So that's uh, that sounds interesting again. And the final one is the anniversary Bourbon County Stout. Also not a reference according to the uh, write-up that Josh Knoll did in the Trib. Uh, not a reference to the uh, uh, probable 25th anniversary. Uh, anniversary Bourbon County Stout, aged two years in barrels that held Weller 12-year bourbon. is a salute to Goose Island's 10th year of releasing Bourbon County Stout on Black Friday. Uh, you're going to get stronger barrel flavors and notes of dark dried fruit. So there you go. That's the uh, the lineup for this year's Bourbon County Stout releases, which will be happening, of course, on Good Friday, which is going to be a lot different this year than it has been in the past because a lot of major retailers that have normally been open on Thanksgiving are closing. So it'll be interesting to see um, what Goose Island does to kind of uh, work around and with the pandemic situation, but sounds like a pretty solid lineup to me. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I am going to change my Bourbon County Stout buying habits this year. Uh, last night or last year, rather, it was uh, not hard to get your hands on a Bourbon County Stout. Like really on, not hard. On some of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're looking for a proprietor's vendor, you can't get proprietors. Yeah. You can't get proprietors. And there was one other one that was super, super rare. Remember the. Uh, it was hard for me to find the Mon Cherry. Um, but yeah, the last year's. I know I saw uh, original and I saw the wheat wine at a number of places. Um, and I think, I think I saw the coffee one too. Not as much. But yeah, yeah there were. There were quite a few, which I know you just pulled it up. What were last year's releases? I just pulled it up. The uh, 2019 was, I got to tell Goose Island that I'm actually 21. It was the two-year reserve. Yes. Yes. That was, oh, that was so good. That one was like 50 bucks a bottle if you could find it. Most places didn't even have any. That was very limited. Right. Um, quite good, though. But, yeah, I mean – the Whole Foods down the street from me in Lincoln Park, they had – I mean, you can get original BCS anywhere, 2019. Right. That's all over. You can get wheat wine regularly. You can get Mosherie. You can get uh, the coffee one. Mm -hmm. So I had gone to – well, I had planned out all these plans. I was going to go to this midnight release. I was going to do that. I got some from Beer Miscuous okay. because they had it on tap. My, oh, God, I missed it. That's – that's the number one place I miss in the city. It's beer Miscuous? That was your place. You like that place. Craft beer place. You can go in. They always had great, great beers on draft. You could get food. You could bring food. You could order food in. Uh, they did curbside pickup. So the last, uh, the first several quarantine casts we did, if you remember me being quite lit, yes. uh, that was all thanks to beer Miscuous is a treasure. If you live in the city of Chicago, go there. Hit them up, get some beer, good times. But um, but yeah, I could get everything. Then on Black Friday, I woke up at like 6 a.m. to go to Whole Foods. Whole Foods by me, right on Fullerton Avenue, they opened at 7 a.m. Got there at 6, I'm standing there, I'm standing there. People are going to work, people start waking up, I'm standing there. I was the only person standing in front of the Whole Foods at 7 a.m. What? Doors, went upstairs. Got myself a couple, uh, one, I think the limit was like one proprietor's blend. Yeah. I got whatever the limit was. Right. Uh, then I walked home. So I leave. There were like two people that walked in after me. They weren't waiting. They just walked in at like yeah. 7.05. Yeah. 
I checked out. I like got home. I was like, I turned to my wife. I was like, do you mind running to Whole Foods and getting me another proprietor's blend? So she just, well, she walked to Whole Foods. I had time to walk 10 minutes back to my apartment and her go there and get another prop blend. So like, uh, I, I don't feel the need to camp out at Binnie's the night before. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there's one or two varieties I can't get my hands on as easily, okay. Now that having having said all that, now I live in the suburbs. I'm a suburbanite and I don't know what the supply is like out here. It's a little, it. it's, it is different. Binnie's is always a real good uh, resource for that. Yeah. Uh, I know the bin, last year I was able to go into the Binnie's right near me uh, and pick up. I went in later in the day on Friday just to see if I could get something. And there wasn't anything out on the floor. And I, I asked one of the guys who worked there because I saw a guy had some in his cart. And the guy's like, well, what do you want? And I asked him for a couple. He goes, okay, fine. And he went in the back and he got them for me. Nice. So I was able, I was able to get a couple, a couple different bottles that I wanted. Um, in the past, and, but then, like you said, then later, you know, that, the next week, I was at Jewel. And I was able to get some uh, some wheat wine, and they had a lot of the uh, the three packs of the original. They had those. They had uh, some of the uh, I can't remember if it was coffee or the Mont Cherie. I can't remember what else they had, but they had a few um, that that were there. So it's you can still you can get it out. Uh, you can get it in the suburbs. I. I haven't seen, and I, I I didn't see any proprietors anywhere. That's the right, one. Right, right. That's right. the one that's tough. I haven't right. drank my 2019 proprietors yet. I've Nor got like, I've got two of them, I think. Wait, you just had one, I thought. No, I had an older one. I had the one I had on my birthday, back in April. It might have been a 15, that I'd had for that long. Wow. So it was, uh, yeah, it was aged, and it was. It was it was everything I wanted it to be on my birthday as I sat out on the deck with a cigar. It was perfect. Perfect. But I think it was it was a 15 or a 16. It was nice. it had been around for a while. Nice. Like you, me it was old. Unlike me it had held up very well. You stored it in a cool dark place? Yeah, the, my refrigerator. It had been in my refrigerator for all those years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It tasted, it tasted great. See, all I remember is two or three years ago, uh, I got my dad a bottle of BCS, and I think I got him, I got him like two or three bottles of it, but it was, this was like two or three years ago, and I was so proud, and I was like, you can't really get this, my dad likes stouts, this will be great, it'll be like a cool, because it's hard, it's hard to yeah. shop for my family, because my my parents like kind of have all they need. So getting cool stuff is tough. Right. So I was so happy and I gave it to him. And then like five minutes later, he opens another thing. And my brother Zach had gotten him some from Woodman's in Rockford. And he got oh. it like three weeks after it came out. He was like, oh yeah, there we got a bunch there at Woodman's right there. So I'm just like, okay. So again, I got to say though, Woodman's, Woodman's is fantastic for alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I go to the, I, well, I've gone to the one in Kenosha a bunch because they have great prices. Uh, they have a wonderful selection. And uh, the one in Kenosha, you can get all the new Glarus beer that you can't get, you know, a few miles south. There is no Woodman's near me. No, they're just uh, 
They're in Wisconsin and right near the, you know, not too far from the border. Near the border, Rockford. Yeah, Rockford. So, I wish Costco would get these because my brother works at Costco. Oh, yeah. But, so I got a promotion. Good for him. Yeah, that's the thing. Follow people on Facebook. You know all their business. I know yeah, your I business. I don't really open Facebook. I don't really know. I know you're very smart. I'm. Uh, I'm trying to stay away, other than uh, other than to post about the shows and stuff, because uh, finding it's very depressing to be on social media. They have extensions you can put on your browser that'll just wipe your whole feed. Got to do that. That's what I do. I have to look into that. You don't have the Facebook app on your phone, do you? Yes. Dude, delete the app. I got to delete the app. I got to delete Twitter's app. I got to, you know. You you can still scroll on mobile. Like they got the mobile site. You'll just end up opening Chrome instead, but it's like, it's just jankier. It's like slower and crappier. And you get more pop-ups and crap all over, so you just don't want to use it. You don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like I could scroll Facebook on my phone right now, but I won't do it. I won't log into Facebook on my work phone because I don't want Facebook tracking all my data. Okay. On two phones, I already it's it's too late. That ship has sailed on my personal cell because like I had the app for a while, right. so it's like all right, whatever. I'll take the L. But and I mean the loss, not the train. That's elevated. Man, every time I drive in and out of like by the blue line and I look, I'm just like, why are they even running? There's no one on these trains. Nobody. Well, it's now so people weird. are getting forced to come back. Uh, Christine Wait. and Sandy both said there's a Woodman's in Aurora. Ooh. So you're halfway there. You're halfway out to Aurora. Not really. Might be a bit far. I don't know. I like, And I think the other thing I need to do is set like, I need to set a quantity ahead of time. Yes. And I need to be like, look, let's say one a week, which is generous. I don't need one a week. No one needs one a week. Let's say one a week. All right. Through the, so he releases in November. So let's say through the following August. Okay. So one a week for the, through the following August, right? That's like 197 bottles, I think. So I, I think that setting that budget ahead of time is helpful. Yeah, because I'm sure your baby's not going to uh, be any added expenses to the house. So getting a nine months worth of uh, high alcohol stout that you won't be able to drink because then you'll pass out and the baby will die. Uh, dude, yeah, I think it's all fantastic. That's a good plan. Dude, all my, I'm, I'm so broke right now. Uh- <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, you are. Listen, I, I'm sure they. Uh, I'm sure that uh, beautiful sliding door right behind you wasn't uh, wasn't a tossing, you know, drop in the bucket. The door itself was less than a thousand. I okay, mean, but then they had to put it all together. Then and and, tear and, out your wall and put in a deck and put up that yeah. beautiful railing. No, the labor wasn't too much. The costs got driven up by the composite wood that we used for the deck. That was what. Mm. Because composite, it's the you know, it's we didn't use high end composite, but we used. It's still higher, more expensive than lumber, but Fancy. I wasn't going to do like a real wood deck that I have to treat and like take care of. No, no. I, I got babies coming. Sure. Well, one baby. Babies? Is there more news? Uh, who knows? I don't know. Maybe eventually. Wow. Wow. A lot of Woodman's love in the chat. Also, thanks to the chat for a uh, shout out to Abd last week. I went to Abd. For, oh, yeah. Uh, so you started to say, did they take care of you? Yeah. I called them up and they... Yeah, they were like, we have 15 in stock. We can come to it next Friday as our earliest delivery. Perfect. I'm like, 
why did I order it June 14th from Lowe's and they told me they wouldn't get get in until September? Like that makes no stupid. sense. Totally stupid. Makes no sense. Yeah, people makes love sense. Woodman's. I enjoy it. It's a good time. I enjoy Woodman's. Uh, all right, listen, we're very excited about uh, Goose Island. We're very excited that you're two and a half weeks away from being a dad. Uh, we're very upset that somebody stole Molly's cushion. Yeah. Uh, very sad that uh, people are willing to die to see Smash Mouth. There's a, there was a lot covered today. Oh, very wow. uh, very excited that I'm selling selling stuff out of my mom's house and taking stuff to the uh, to Salvation Army. So now there's room for my brother to bring his Great Dane down at Christmas. There's been a lot going on. I'm very excited about your deck. That is that is such for for your office to have a deck like that. That is unbelievable. And if people, I described your backyard, but if people saw what you get to walk out there now and look out on, sweet. I'm really happy. Like, dude, I've always wanted a corner office with floor to ceiling windows. Turns out all you needed was a pandemic. So then right. your home becomes your office, and then you rip out a wall. And uh, build the deck, but yeah, it, it feels because you know the deck wraps, yeah. you know, goes at the end, so it does feel when you walk in because it's so open. It feels like it's one giant room, but the half of it's outside. So it's dude, like you have your own studio apartment in your own house. Oh, it's so nice, dude! Every time, every every meeting I'm on, every Zoom call, like it's just gonna be like, pick up my laptop, doot, doot, doot. I'm outside, dude. I'm That's not taking fantastic. any calls inside. It's been great. So, yeah, you'll see it um, when this is all over in 2023. 2023, I'll come to the house. I'll Well, I'll listen, I'll just come to the first communion or the uh, eighth grade graduation. Whew. I wonder how they're doing baptisms. Ooh. That's a good, yeah, they, ooh. that's a good thought. Hmm. I don't know. I like that you're going to, hopefully your hopefully you're child can wear your baptismal gown. I know um, we wore all my brothers. Most of my cousins and Molly all wore the gown that I was baptized in. Wow. My aunt, my dad's aunt, uh, his Aunt Mary, ordered this gown from Ireland. And it was Irish lace and Irish linen. And it was modeled after, this was the big, this was the story. It was modeled after the same gown that the Kennedys had. So, yes, it's really long. And it's it's still at my mom's house because, like I said, Molly got baptized in it. I think there were a couple cousins that it didn't fit, and there was a set of twins that only one of them could use it. But it is, and Molly was, we had to kind of jam Molly into it. She didn't, really, she didn't. Really, we got her in, uh, and she's gonna hate me for saying that. But you know, that was twenty four years ago. Let it go. Dude, um, I was a fat baby. I was a really yeah, fat baby. Yeah. So it's. So that would be, there's something I think um, if you can do that, it is, it's just something really cool to say, Hey, you know, somewhere down the line to tell your son, yeah, I wore, you know, if you're looking at pictures or videos and go, yeah, you see that the, the, the gown you wore for your christening, I wore that too. And it's a, it's kind of a weird, cool thing. Cause I know it was, I know it was a, a source of pride in our family that everybody wore the same one. Oh, that's great. That's very cool. No, I, I'm hoping it works out for uh, my old, my old hand-me-down. Um, if not, put nice. in one of your Guns N' Roses t-shirts. There you go. Someone gave us a Guns N' Roses onesie for the baby shower. Really? 
Where do you get a? That's very cool. I don't know. There, there were some cool. There were some cool things. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're just trying to get through all the thank you cards before uh, you know. Uh, before he comes. Before he comes, <laughs> be harder to write then. You have a writer's block when there's someone screaming at you and you're on about 20 minutes of sleep. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we have a couple more weeks before you become a father. Mm-hmm. So uh, next week we will uh, we will do this again. We will get the updates. We will see what is happening in your life, in my life, in everybody's life. Uh, anything else you want to hit on tonight before we get out of here? Uh, no, next week we uh, uh, we may be talking to someone, possibly. From, from your from, Games on the Go deal? Uh, no, from Goose Island. Oh, um, very nice. Uh, about the Bourbon County release, I've reached out. Uh, I know we don't do a lot of guests on the quarantine cast, but y- if you know Brian's show, you know that we both are really into beer and the yeah. Bourbon County stout. Uh, anyway, either way, uh, next week, hopefully, knock on wood, my office will be done. So I'll be in the right angle and it'll be like cool and you can in better sound for sure because this is not okay for me. And, uh, and, uh, video game speed run marathon. I'll be yes. checking uh, on how that's going, and we'll talk to Brian about it, and hopefully share a screen if the if this interface is good. I think the site, like my browser, crashed or something, and so okay. it loaded weird. Or I don't know what happened, but next week I have production value. Um, now, in the meantime, check out uh, curiositydaily.com. It's a daily podcast. It's Shark Week. We're doing shark stories every day this week. Very wow. nice. We couldn't get Mike Tyson. I'm kind of pissed at our uh, PR people, but yeah, really, be- come on, he's fighting a shark. He, he fought the shark. He won. How'd it go? I missed it. Oh, he won. Of course. Yeah. Well, of course. So that's the uh, Curiosity Daily podcast, part of the Discovery Family of Brands. Make sure you go and listen to that every day. You can go to uh, YouTube, the Brian Noonan channel, and watch uh, Socially Distant. And, uh, of course, stay right here on the Brian Noonan Show Facebook page. Uh, Anything that we're doing uh, regarding this or anything else will be posted here. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting nervous because I know the baby is coming and then you will uh, have baby duties. But I'm excited for that as well because I know. Now, have you discussed the baby making a cameo? on the quarantine cast. Is that going to be, have you and your lovely bride discussed this? If not, uh, you, I would hope that you would discuss it and I will respect your decision either way. Well, you'll get a picture either way, obviously. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I had, yeah, we haven't really, like I said, I really want to keep him off pretty off much of everything. everything. Yeah. Um, Maybe if there's a walk by or something on the quarantine cast. You are, yeah. Again, it oh, could we'll be a, it, it could be a doll. We wouldn't even know at some point. True. You just go, oh, the baby's sleeping. Wink, wink. And you could have a monkey in there. We don't know. Uh, but yes. So you're not going to register a handle for your baby on Twitter uh, upon its birth. You're not no. going to get it a, a Twitter, uh, Instagram handle. None of that. Well, I might register the kid's name so that it's reserved but not okay. use it and then like when the kid's old enough be like if you want an instagram with your full first and last name like here's the here's the login and then okay. you can have it uh because that that's smart because like i have most websites i have like uh well not most but some websites i have like linkedin.com slash cody goff is me uh but Facebook, some jerk that works for a KPMG named 
Cody Goff took Facebook.com slash Cody Goff. And Cody Goff on Twitter is some um, Hispanic dude, which surprised me. Yeah, that surprises me. Cody Goff was a Hispanic name, but okay. Uh, Last I checked, he's like 10 years younger than me and just curses a lot. So uh, no good there. But it's, it's it's annoying when people get your first and last name as a URL. You got Brian yeah. Newman's show. That's very good. You got that on Facebook and Twitter. Very good. And I've got my own name on uh, Instagram. And I got Instagram my own Cody name Goff. also on uh, Facebook for the, the you know private page. So Yeah, I got Instagram and Pinterest. I got Cody Goff. So Ooh, anyway, I know how it is. So I'll try and get a first and last reserved, but whatever. Which is probably against terms of service, but who cares? Who cares? That's all. Listen, by the time your child is old enough to get on social media, which is six months after his birth, uh, it'll all be changed anyway. Probably. You know, I, I hear we're getting rid of TikTok. That's uh, that's a word on the street. Executive orders, all kinds of things. So, there's a promo where The Rock says that someone's time is almost up, and he really dramatically goes, TikTok. TikTok. And all I can think of about TikTok is that clip with The Rock. And now I've got to look for it. I haven't I haven't looked for it actually. I should look for it right now. All right. I really I really want to find that clip. I wonder who he's who is he uh threatening? Uh the current administration? Vince McMahon, the no, former owner of the USF L ever ago. All right. It might be do 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 I'll have to, I don't know. I'll look, I'll find it. We'll figure it out. I'll find it. All right. Well, listen, we will, either way, we will talk next week. If we, uh, if we all survive another week in the pandemic, which, uh, hopefully we will. And, uh, by next week, you'll have a dishwasher, which is going to be, uh, unbelievably exciting. No, that's what what I will have, you know, another migraine, uh, a growth, who knows a stroke, who knows what I'll have by next week, but, Either way, uh, we'll be able to chit-chat about it uh, when we get back here on the Quarantine Cast. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank you for commenting. Uh, don't forget to go check out the Curiosity Daily Podcast. It is part of the Discovery family of brands. Don't forget to go to YouTube and look up Socially Distant on my channel. We have a lot going on. Cody, as always, thank you. Congratulations again on a world-class office space. That is, you're never going to want to go back to a, uh, an office job, are you? You're going to want to work from home for the rest of your life. Why do you think I did this? I don't, I, I don't blame you. you got to stay there. All right. Well, have a great week. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll let you have the last word. No, that was it. Thanks for watching, everybody. A lot of comments, a lot of good times. Sorry we didn't interact as much, but technical, whatever. We'll be back next week. All right. Guns blazing. More margaritas. Woo!